to the Legal Technology Review, and thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Brian Folk, civil litigator and author of the Cyber Advocate blog. And we are here today to help lawyers and legal professionals improve your law practice through technology. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, we encourage you to head over to iTunes, look us up, uh, the Legal Technology Review, and leave us a rating and review. It's time for us today to talk about the best new mobile apps for lawyers that were released in June of 2015. Before we begin, though, as a courtesy to everyone listening, because I recognize full well that not everyone uses the same apps, uh, if you're interested in a certain type of mobile app, be it multi-platform, iOS, Android, Windows, you can head over to the Cyber Advocate blog and look at the June edition of the Best New Apps for Lawyers and find the timing on this podcast that we will be beginning the apps in your particular area. If you're an Android user, you may not really care to listen to what I have to say about iOS or vice versa. You are listening to the Legal Technology Review, powered by the Cyber Advocate and B&R Concepts. Our first apps up today are the multi-platform apps. First up, Microsoft Outlook by Microsoft Corporation. This is a free app for both iOS and Android that received a significant update this month. The app underwent a major security-related update. Essentially, it incorporates support for Microsoft Intune mobile application management solution. Now, this is a uh, what I've spoken of before. It's called a mobile device management system. It allows IT managers the ability to monitor and oversee personal devices used by employees in the office, also known as Bring Your Own Device, or BYOD. It is a major security concern for IT staff, and as a lawyer or a legal professional, if you're not concerned about BYOD, you need to be. I would strongly encourage that you head over to thecyberadvocate.com slash downloads, where I have a number of available documents. Included in them is a BYOD policy template. Take a look at it, because if you don't have one, you need one. All right, back to the app itself. The update incorporates, as I mentioned, the Intune mobile application management solution. What does it do? Well, what this allows the uh, IT manager to do is to require anyone who wants to use device with Outlook email to enroll first. You have to enroll in the customizable mobile device management program. The nice part about the Intune uh, system itself is it it is very customizable. You can alter it to fit your law firm's needs. And as you'll find out if you read over that BYOD template, there is only one right BYOD policy for your firm. It may or may not be the exact same policy as another firm. You need the right policy, and so being customizable is essential. Among the customizable options, you can prevent the users from copying email content into another application. You can automatically encrypt all data in Outlook. Lawyers, if you're not already doing this, do it now. You can allow a user, now this I've actually found is quite interesting, you can allow a user to add personal emails to Outlook that are kept in a separate segregated file. One of the most difficult parts about using BYOD is that the most effective way of preventing damage to your company's information is by requiring your users to keep it separate from their personal information. This would mean using a different app. If your office used Dropbox, the personal use would have to use Box or Google Drive, or some other form of uh, mass storage. The same thing would go with any other type of app. What Microsoft has done here is they've actually allowed it so that you can establish personal folders, which are kept separate from your business information, and they're not a part of the mobile device management solution, 
which means your employees get to keep their private information private. You don't have access to it. They don't have to worry about it being gone. One of the other big things that it supports is selective wipe for both iOS and Android. This is crucial for any mobile device management system for law firms. You lose your phone. You lose your tablet. Immediately reports it to IT, your IT manager. But guess what? Your IT manager has no power unless they have the ability to delete confidential information from that device. That all comes standard with the uh, Outlook update integrated with the Intune mobile device management system. The next app on our list is for multi-platform updates is actually a new app. It's the LinkedIn Pulse by LinkedIn. Your professional social media network is now providing you with the essential professional curated news service. Now, here's what's good about the LinkedIn Pulse. I mean, there's plenty of uh, curated news services out there, but first of all, you're, you're, if you're an attorney, you're on LinkedIn. I've got the statistics to prove it. You're on LinkedIn. You may not use it actively, but you're on it. So you also probably have a whole lot of contacts in, in your network. Well, LinkedIn Pulse will actually generate news and updates from your industry, from your connections, what your connections are reading, what your connections are posting, and even when your connections are making the news. You're constantly updated. You're never left out. Another good part about the trending news in your industry and the important updates is you're not going to have to rely on some algorithm. Important news is important news, and you don't want to be dependent on having read that particular author last week in order for it to show up. In this case, you actually have, through LinkedIn, live human editors going through stories and actually curating content for you. With tons of options for customization, you can follow the news read by your influencers, save your important articles, but you also get the advantage of LinkedIn's intelligence system. The more you read, the smarter your Pulse app gets. The more of the business headlines you, you read, the more Pulse app will understand to deliver that type of curated content to you. Is this an algorithm versus a live person? Yes and no, because it's an algorithm determining what of the important articles the live LinkedIn editor selects you receive. You receive the stories trending within your company, within your industry, or within similar companies to yours. Now, isn't that just your industry? No, it could be other small law firms. It could be other small businesses. It could be other businesses in your area. You also get the benefit of a centralized dashboard with your likes, saved articles, shared articles, who you follow, what posts you've published, all in one place. The LinkedIn Pulse is guaranteed to be your professional news source. All right, our third multi-platform app is, it's another update, it's the If This Then That. Excuse me. If you have not used an automation app yet, be it If This Then That, uh, Zapier, Workflows, you need to try one. If This Then That, which is actually IFTTT, has actually created three separate apps, well, four. First, they've got an If app. Then they have Do apps. So you've got the Do button, the Do note, and Do camera. Now, those are based on what the if causes. So if you say, if my phone is within 100 feet of my house, then you say, do, turn on the lights. Or you say, if I'm leaving my office, do note, sends a text message to my wife that I'm on my way home. This month, the do buttons have received a significant update, which removed what was one of actually a very limiting feature, giving you a maximum of three recipes. Now, recipe is what they call it, if this the automation that, that actually happens, you were limited to three recipes. You are now allowed to create an unlimited number of recipes. They've also added a ton of new tools and options to the Do features, including the addition of, for example, on a, your Do camera, you can add text and filters to your photos similar to Snapchat and Instagram before they're sent. 
The Do button has received a host of new Android-focused options, such as triggering an automation when your notifications appear on your phone, uh, when your battery level drops to a certain level, and you've also been, uh, they've also added onto Android, but not iOS, a floating button. Now, the reason they can't do this on iOS is apparently because of the iOS API, but what it, this does effectively is it allows a button to appear on your home screen to trigger a certain recipe. One of the recipes recommended by one particular author was the get me out of this situation button, where you could tap the button and receive a phantom phone call so that you could get out of whatever situation you're in. Now, if that's right on your home screen, it's pretty easy to trigger. You don't have to worry about alerting your uh, unwelcome guest. The update also includes additional functionality for the Apple Watch and the ability to launch things like turn-by-turn -turn navigation and multi-factor authentication to access your if this then that system. The first honorable mention is for the multi-platform the app BBC Newsbeat by Media Application Technology. This is a free app that is part of the BBC Newsbeat content service. This app provides an interesting, engaging, and visual way to keep posted on the latest in world news and updates. And that's it for the multi-platform updates. You are listening to the Legal Technology Review on the Cyber Advocate. You're listening to Legal Technology Review on the Cyber Advocate. The show is powered by B&R Concepts for all of your law firm's IT and technology needs. Don't forget to follow all the latest on technology and tools for legal professionals at www.thecyberadvocate.com. All right, you're back with us, and we're back with you. The Legal Technology Review Podcast, powered by the Cyber Advocate. We're talking about the best new apps for lawyers, published in June of 2014. We have gone through the multi-platform apps, and now it's time to talk about Apple's iOS. First, we have Court Caddy, Federal Rules and Opinions by WR Holdings. It's an app that goes for $4.99 in the App Store. This app is designed for the attorney practicing in federal court. The Court Caddy app provides Convenient access to the federal rules and opinions directly from your smartphone. Court Caddy offers the latest in of the federal rules, federal rules of civil procedure, criminal procedure, evidence, and appellate procedure, all in an easy-to-read format that is also very easy to navigate. The app also provides updates on recent opinions from all major federal appellate courts. That includes the Supreme Court and all federal circuit courts of appeal. You'll also get various other news about the U.S. judiciary. I'm really hoping that it would include stories such as uh, the recent one I found on Supreme, uh, on Supreme Court haiku, which is, it was actually Justice Ginsburg who scored the three goals against Japan in the Women's World Cup Finals. Okay. The second app for iOS in our best new apps for lawyers is the High Rise Small Business CRM. This is a free app. Uh, that's a. If you're not familiar with CRM, it's a client or customer relationship management system. If you think of Outlook or your address book, that is what I would consider to be a very basic CRM system. Now, a more advanced CRM system includes information on, well, detailed personal information on your client or customer, including their spouse, their children, where they work, how long they've been there, what they do. But it also includes information important to that specific 
customer or client. So if you're a salesman, you need to know what they purchased last, when they purchased it, how they purchased it. If they're a law firm client, you want to know when was the last time you spoke to them. So you have the ability to create a company-wide list of contacts. That way you're not going to have duplicate entries. You're not going to accidentally send something to the wrong address because the contact information has changed. You're also allowed to add notes company-wide. So one person calls the client. They make a note in the high-rise small business CRM system indicating what the conversation was about. The next person who calls them won't be in the dark about what that conversation was. You also have to-do information, so your basic task list, and other important data on each client. Not only is it a huge time saver, but you will dramatically cut down on duplication and errors. Your clients will be happier because they won't be billed twice for answering the same questions, and you'll be happier because you won't have to defend your decision to send an important pleading to the wrong address on accident. HiRise Small Business CRM brings that functionality to your phone in a system that's affordable even for small law firms. This is crucial because big CRM platforms like Salesforce are excellent if you can afford them, but most small businesses can't. However, a small law firm that has two or three attorneys and four or five staff still needs to make sure that it's getting all of its contact information right. In fact, it's probably even more critical because they can't afford to make any mistakes. Cut down on these issues by using an effective CRM system. Another great thing about high-rise small business CRM is that it includes integrations with electronic marketing resources like MailChimp and Zapier. Let's say you've got an email list and you need to send information out. You want to keep that email list updated through HiRise. You got MailChimp, a phenomenal email newsletter system. Always send everything you've got to the right place and keep your email lists organized. Our next app is the Microsoft Azure Authenticator. As you may have noticed, I'm very big on security and, I, and especially on password digital security. We're bad at passwords and not just as a profession, as a race. Humanity, we're bad at, at passwords. Passwords, in order to be effective, need to be complex and changed frequently. In order for passwords to be easy to remember, they need to be short, basic, and permanent. Passwords just don't really work for most people and unfortunately will always be a weakness in digital security until we find a way to replace them. One of the best ways to do that is with multi-factor authentication. That's what Azure Authenticator does. You take your Azure Authenticator and you sync up any of your programs that allow for multi-factor authentication. When you try to log on to, say for example, Gmail, you log on to Gmail and you enter your password, at this point, basic or not, you'll receive a notification on your phone through Azure Authenticator. It'll be random what you have to do. There's one of two options. One, either you just tap the Authenticator button itself and you're allowed into the application. Or you maybe have a code generated that you then have to type into Google Mail in order to get in. The Azure Authentication app is uh, compatible with Microsoft, compatible with Google, and it's free. Now on to the honorable mentions in Apple iOS. The first is the Ello, E-L-L-O app. What is Ello? Well, it's a free social network. And not only is it free, it's advertising free. One of Ello's biggest selling points when it first launched about a year ago was that they were not going to follow Facebook's lead. Ello will not show you any advertisements, nor will they ever sell your information. It's private. It's also very difficult to stay in business. Amazingly, and even contrary to what I expected, they have done so, and they now boast millions of users across the Internet. If you're looking for a social network that doesn't save and sell your data, that doesn't show you ads, that doesn't dictate what you read based on an algorithm, check out Ello. It's a free app available in the App Store. Our next honorable mention app is Sway by Microsoft. Yes, another Microsoft app. 
Uh, Sway is Microsoft's tool for writing stories intended for the web. It has been available on the iOS for a while, but now they have come out with one that you're able to use on iPad. And it takes advantage of the unique uh, size and shape of the iPad to allow you to better visualize what you're writing before you publish it. In addition to now being iPad compatible, there was a design overhaul that uh, simplifies the workflow, allowing you to add video, audio, and text much more easily, and you are also given several new ways to preview posts before you publish them. If you write for the web, like I do, you definitely want to check out Sway. I've been using it since uh, its beta release, and it is actually quite an excellent program. All right, our next honorable mention app is the Simplified Planner by Ross Tanner. This one is $4.99. It is what it says it is. It's a planner and it simplifies your life. Your planner is broken down into four key areas. Today, to-do, notes, and dinner. Using the Simplified Planner app's calendar, you have a, simp a simple uh, calendar with easy entry that, <laughs> that also provides very helpful tips for people like me. It says, it's 10 days till Mother's Day. Send a card great tip for me. Now I just have to get one that's, okay, you've gotten the card, now put the damn thing in the mail. Once we have that down, I'll be good. You also have lists in a simple format. You have a simple journal for keeping notes that you're able to store, share with your friends, post to social media, and a list of your meal plans. <laughs> so you can always see what's for dinner at a glance. It won't cook them for you. Again, that's the next step. That's the end of the iOS apps. Uh, this is the Legal Technology Review. You're listening to the Legal Technology Review podcast. We're going to help you improve your practices through technology. We're talking about the best new apps for lawyers, and we're now to the Android apps. The first Android app we're going to talk about is the Facebook Ads Manager by Facebook. It is a free app that helps you manage your Facebook ads. Seems self-explanatory. Anyone who advertises on Facebook has to know or recognize by now that over the last year, your posts on your company page no longer reach more than about 2 to 4% of your audience. I'm lucky if a post reaches 30 people on Facebook, unless I promote it. One of the two primary reasons that this system exists is to prevent users from being bombarded by ads every time they come on to Facebook. The other reason is so Facebook can make money. I'm not sure which is more important, but I'm pretty sure which one they would tell you. The Facebook Ads Manager is an app that will help you create and monitor promoted posts on Facebook. I can't explain to you not only how important this is in order to reach a larger audience. For example, 30 posts for free or spend $5 and reach 2,500 people. Pretty significant difference, doesn't cost that much. But the other big thing is that the Facebook Ads Manager provides a ton of incredible tools to help with your advertising. You can break down your ads by demographic. You can identify what age group, what profession, what region you want your ads to be targeted towards. Targeting your ads guarantees that you will get a certain segment of the audience. If you're desperate to focus on local, you can focus on local. If you're interested in focusing only on a country that is at least 6,000 miles from here, you can do that too. Facebook Ads Manager is a robust high-quality advertising system. doesn't require much money to get a great impact, but you're not going to get a great impact if you don't focus and monitor your ads. That's what this app does for you. Our next app in the Android OS is Portal by Pushbullet. Now, Pushbullet just underwent a massive redesign to their primary site, which is all about sending messages back and forth to people, which is important, but Portal is actually a lot cooler. 
Now using a Wi-Fi connection you can send large files from your Android device to a local computer or tablet regardless of the file size. Importantly, because you're on Wi-Fi you don't even touch that allotment of monthly data. Everyone's been in the situation before where you're at a deposition or a client meeting and you have a large file that you need to share with everybody. If you're sitting in that meeting, Dropbox can be a good option if your device supports it and if everyone else has access to Dropbox. If not, you're going to need an option that won't kill your battery, that won't require relying on a spotty LTE coverage, and it will not blow up your cell phone bill. Portal wants to be that tool, and I think it really can be, and I, I really think for lawyers especially, it's a, it can be a very valuable tool. It will become immensely more valuable when there's an iOS version. I'm waiting. Okay, our third new app on the Android operating system is actually a series of apps. It's the new Adobe Creative Cloud application system. What this is is the system of five different apps. The first is the basic Adobe Creative Cloud. There's also Photoshop Mix, Color Creative Cloud, Brush Creative Cloud, and Shape Creative Cloud. Now using these apps in conjunction with each other, you can create and collaborate on pictures, photographs, images like never before. Using these various apps, you can combine images, you can tweak colors, you can convert graphics for use in an illustrator, or create artistic additions for your images. This is incredibly useful if you are advertising on social media. If you're not advertising on social media, you're missing out. If you are advertising on social media and you're not using visuals, then you're just being stupid. You don't want all of your advertisements to be visual, but visual is probably the best converting type of advertisement on social media. Using Adobe Creative Cloud allows you to modify and adjust and well, to create visual content for your ads like no other system. You can use PicMonkey all you want. I use it every day and I love it. It will never be as effective as, this, as the tools offered on Adobe Creative Cloud. Remaining relevant includes creating consistent visual identity as part of your branding as well. As I discussed in the uh, second episode of this podcast with Mr. Ben Strowinski, visual identity requires repetition, it requires continuity, and you've got to do it and you've got to be good at it. Creating visual content for your website and your social media using Adobe Creative Cloud helps you do all of that content creation professionally and best for free. All right, now it's time for the honorable mention apps for the Android operating system. First up, this is kind of a bit of a throwaway, and I've just got to say this now. Uh, Microsoft Word, Excel, and PowerPoint for Android. I'm not entirely sure if Google is just trying to make me look stupid, but this is the fourth month that Microsoft Office apps for Android have been listed on my best new apps because every single time they come out, they end up having a soft start. This is, includes last month, where they were certain that everything was going to be released on time, and not being an Android user, I couldn't verify this 100%. They're out now, supposedly. So that's all they're getting for the honorable mention. Next new app uh, in the honorable mentions for Android operating system is Medium. If you're not familiar with Medium, get familiar with Medium. Along with LinkedIn Publisher, it's probably become the go-to place for blog post publishing outside of people's individual blogs. Long available for Apple's iOS operating systems, finally available on Android. You're able to write new posts which are saved locally and you can then publish them straight to your Medium site. It is a slightly reduced version. Hopefully it'll become more robust with future updates. Our next honorable mention app is Todoist. T 
T-O-D-O-I-S-T. This is a significant update. Back in March, the Todoist app for iOS was given a major overhaul, and that overhaul now comes to Android. Primarily, there's a material design makeover of their app. Gone is the basic, boring, utilitarian design setup, replaced with, well, a choice of color based on Google's own color formatting applications. There are also dramatic improvements in the app's user interface. Whole new code updates have been installed for dramatically improved performance. If you use Todoist as a task manager, you know how good it is. I'm telling you based on my experience with the iOS app update, it's dramatically better. It can parse dates from natural language. Instead of having to enter a specific date on the calendar, you can say, schedule running every morning at 8, and it appears. It will be rescheduled based on your natural language. You're also able to swipe tasks into groups and subtasks much faster and easier. It wasn't necessarily all that complicated, but if you, again, if you use Todoist, I'm telling you, the first time you swipe a subtask away from the main task into another one without having to go into the full menu, you will be amazed. It is so much easier and so much more intuitive than before. One of my favorite updates, though, is that you can now add collaborators from the project screen on any project instead of having to go deep into the uh, project's uh, individual settings. Again, a big UI interface update for Todoist. The final honorable mention for Android operating system is the Adapt update. If you're not familiar with Adapt, it is the contextual contact book app. The app gets a major user update this month. Uh, the interface overhaul is designed to make it much uh, speedier and with much smoother navigation. They've added the feature of Smart Favorites, which allows, which actually remembers how and when you last communicated with your individual contacts. And they have restored support for grouping your contacts together manually. Well, that is it for the best new Android operating system apps. You were listening to the Legal Technology Review. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can really help us out by heading over to iTunes, look up the Cyber Advocates Legal Technology Review, and go ahead and leave us a rating and review. We appreciate it. It would really help us out. And if you'd like, go ahead and leave your Twitter handle. That way we'll be able to thank you for taking the time. You're listening to the Legal Technology Review Podcast, the best new apps for lawyers from June of 2015, and we are down to the Windows Phone section. This month, actually a pretty good selection. First, Opera Mini by Opera Software is a free web browser for your smartphone. It has been available on iOS and Android for some time, and is now receives its own version for Windows Phone. Uh, it's a web browser that's focused on design and ease of use. It provides a secure, fast web browser for your Windows Phone. Among the key features of Opera is that it crunches down the websites you get to minimize the amount of data that it takes to open them. But it still provides all of these websites full-featured, perfect image quality. So you still get intuitive navigation, you still get all the websites you want, but you get much smaller, much faster versions of them. Along with ease and speed, you get security. Opera happens to be one of the most secure web browsers available. Our next app on the Windows Phone section of the best new apps for lawyers is one of my all-time favorite apps. As soon as I first saw it, I knew it had to go on these lists. 
it's got a version for iOS, it's got a version for Android, and now the Windows Phone users get to join in the global community of Quiz Up by Plain Vanilla Corp. No, this is not something that is going to immediately fix your law firm's problems. Unless your law firm's problems are not being very good at trivia, you should be playing this game. Compete against people next door, uh, across the country, across, all over the world, on various trivia games. Keep score. Share with your friends. It is a social network for people who really wish Trivial Pursuit and Jeopardy were a way of life, like me. In all candor, it's a very, it is a very entertaining game. It's one that will test your intelligence. Uh, and you know what? Everyone needs a break. That is it for the Windows Phone apps, and that is the end of our podcast today. I want to thank you for listening. I want to remind you again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes, look us up, The Legal Technology Review, and leave a rating and review. Feel free to subscribe. We put out one new episode each week. We've got several good ones up there so far. Check out the uh, information from Joshua Lennon on robots and how lawyers can fight them off. Uh, Allison Monahan discusses the best way to set up a remote office. Larry Port of Rocket Matter discusses cybersecurity. And Mr. Ben Strawinski will give you advice on how to get best possible branding for your law firm. Once again, I want to thank you for joining us. My name is Brian Folk, the author of the Cyber Advocate blog. You've been listening to the Legal Technology Review Podcast. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 